Nepal has a population of about 28 million people. Most of these people will never see a doctor, and even fewer, if any, will ever see a dentist. That means that they are left to fend for themselves. You know, the AWR supporters are spreading the waves of hope around Nepal. Today, we're going to visit Pastor Nasib Basnet and his wife, who are our producers in our studio near Kathmandu. It's an incredible opportunity to meet these two dear people. If we'll uh, give only a religious program, uh, maybe most of the people in the beginning, they won't like. They like to listen some culture, some uh, different uh, this uh, agriculture or the, some uh, health talk. And that, that way, they will, uh, uh, they like the, this program, and uh, slowly the, our moral, moral story and then the Bible story, that way, and slowly they like, uh, again, uh, in the last, they like the Bible, and they will ask Bible, not the, I think so far, uh, they are not asking the health book or the, some other books, but the, always they ask, please, we want to have that Bible, because you talk the Bible, and Bible has uh, such a story we never heard. Because uh, in Hindu people, most of the Hindu people or the countryside people, they do not know what is the Bible. Witchcraft is serious business in Nepal. For many, the witch doctor is the only health practitioner they will ever see as long as they live, which may not be too long depending on the problem. Some of them use bells, eagle claws, and daggers to conjure up their sacred evil spells. This pathway has actually been worn from years of hard use. A lot of that use was actually from people trekking from Kathmandu all the way up to Mount Everest. This was the pathway right past Shear Memorial Hospital. Now, they quit using this trail for that purpose many years ago. They fly to base camp actually now, but it is still used for those people going to Shear Memorial Hospital. It's still in operation and it actually continues to grow in its service to the area and the community. And that's where part of our story is, so we're going to go check it out right now. Nepal faces some daunting challenges. One is health care or the lack of it, and secondly is access to the limited health care that does exist. Shear Memorial Hospital has been struggling to meet the needs of the Nepali people for more than 50 years. Dr. Rick Renfro is a physician at the hospital. I've seen a lot of the medical work in a lot of places in the world and even here too. I wouldn't want to get sick. It's true. <laughs> it's true. That's why we were talking about <clears throat> starting an EMT program here in this country. Um, 
people are in a bus accident or a motorcycle versus bus accident, I've seen it happen where the guy that's been hit is just grabbed like a sack of potatoes and thrown in the back of a truck. Oh. Mm. So if they have a broken neck that, and they still have neurological function, they may lose that. Someone who may be uh, mm. savable is yes. gone. One of our doctors, uh, an Indian doctor, uh, Dr. Pramid, has been hot on getting started with a paramedic program, EMT program, which would be a first here. And actually, a first here meaning the whole in, country? In Nepal, okay. even oh. in Kathmandu. Wow. I'm talking about some type of treatment in the ambulance on the scene of the accident so that so they're have treated. A, a additional staff on the vehicle. Exactly. <laughs> If I had a car accident, let's say between here and Kathmandu, how long would it take for this ambulance to get to me? If I was that's, right in the middle. That's one thing that these guys are incredible. I mean, I've been <clears throat> six years ago when the road was very bad. I've been from Bonipa to Kathmandu, 20, 25 kilometers in 19 minutes. I was wow. riding along, and it was actually Badur that was driving. Mm. So I mean, they know how to move. I'm talking about two trucks coming at you and they go right between the trucks go off to the side. So I mean they're excellent drivers. The buses hold around 45 people if you occupy the seats with Nepali-sized people. Now, the buses routinely carry 100 people inside. So they're standing, sitting, I've, I've sat beside goats on the roof and inside the bus. You've got another 60 people on the roof. Up in the mountains, the water, the, the landslide, the water, I mean the monsoon washes the road away. The bus will drop off the road. We had a bus accident several years ago where the bus had 160 people. The bus rolled two or three hundred meters down to the river. So 17 were killed on the spot. The rest of them all came in for treatment. So we have a little hospital up the hill, helped us out. The rest came here. There's one little hospital, Dulacal, that's up the hill five kilometers, so they help us. But from there to Tibet, there's nothing. No ambulance service, no... Uh, there's some ambulances, there are some little health posts, there are a lot of witch doctors, you know. But to get to actual medical service, they have to come down through all this stuff. This time of the year with the landslides, with the rock slides, the roads will get closed. So then there's not a chance. We need qualified people who can teach, who can start an EMT program. Uh, to start with, just someone who is an EMT or a paramedic who could help set things up. And then in the future, I would see maybe a paramedic program or an EMT program. So if these people get scared of coming to a foreign country, <laughs> how long would they have to stay to help you? Oh, even a few months. Nepal has a population of about 28 million people. Most of these people will never see a doctor, and even fewer, if any, will ever see a dentist. That means that they are left to fend for themselves. If there's an accident and they break an arm, then they must do the best they can to stabilize it and hope it heals correctly. Or, as is often the case, they are left in great pain. In some cases, for a lifetime, or worse yet, they lose the ability to work and soon die of starvation. According to the World Health Organization, there are less than 7,000 hospital beds in Nepal, 
and a population nearing 28 million. That's a ratio of 4,000 people per hospital bed. In the United States, for example, we have one hospital bed for every 345 people. In Nepal, there's one physician for every 23,000 people. A trained professional attends only 13.5% of the births. Every single statistic concerning healthcare in Nepal tells you that the people are pretty much on their own when it comes to their healthcare needs. As you can see, AWR is frontline mission radio. Our first priority is to travel where missionaries cannot go. We broadcast thousands of hours each day in 70 major languages of the world. AWR has the capability and capacity of blanketing almost 80% of the world's population. Not only do we broadcast via shortwave radio, but our signal is on over 1,000 FM and AM stations around the world as well. Our podcast subscribers, internet users, satellite downlinks are growing rapidly, evidenced by the 100,000 plus emails, letters, and phone calls we receive each and every year. Yes, AWR is your mission radio. No walls and no borders. For AWR, that means change lives and change hearts around the world because God is using the airwaves of AWR to reach people everywhere. Through the radio waves of AWR, God is reaching people around the world. We'd like to offer you an edition of Making Waves. It's four of our episodes brought to you from around the world. God speaking to hearts, the hearts of the listeners of AWR, exciting stories. We hope that you'll share those with friends and neighbors, acquaintances, anyone you come in contact with. Join us to make waves. It's completely free. Right now, the information's on your screen. For your free, no-obligation DVD, write to Adventist World Radio, 12501 Old Columbia Pike, Silver Spring, Maryland, 20904, or call 1-866-503-3531, or log on to www.awr.org mwdvd. Be sure to request offer number 10. That number again is 1-866-503-3531. On Sabbath morning, I met with the Nepali Conference President and AWR President Ben Schoen to discuss some of the needs in his conference. Tell me a little bit about your work here in Nepal. How many members do you have here? Uh, we have about uh, 5,000 members. Yes. 5,000? Yes. And you have many places yet to, where we don't have Adventists? Yeah, there are so many places where we don't have, uh, don't have Adventists. Yes. So we need to spread the Adventist message every corner of this country. So AWR is having some impact here yes, in Nepal? Yes, AWR is very important and uh, very important uh, that way yes. so that we can uh, spread the message. Yes. Do, where, the, yes do the people have radios out there? They don't have, sir, because they're very poor. They cannot poor. afford to buy radios. So that you could use some radios uh, to give or to place among these people. Yes, we can. Yes, and I then can. they could more effectively hear the Adventist World yes, right, Radio sir, right, program. Sir, right. Incredible work is being done around the world to spread the gospel by radio. But AWR wants to do more. We want to spread the gospel message to the farthest and remotest corners of the planet. 
and we believe this little tool is going to help do it. We've just been talking about the work here in Nepal and uh, we were talking about the need for radios and so on. Yes. And uh, you use radios and I understand that Pastor Nasib also uses cassettes, is that yes, right? Yes, he uses the cassette, he prepares the lessons and uh, we just uh, distribute sometimes the cassette uh, to a pastor, field pastor, and the, those who have a radio are leaders they play for the people you know, and they listen. So you have to have a cassette player uh, and a radio then? Or how do you work? No, no, everybody they don't have. What, see, I see. Very few with this hour, this uh, leaders yes. are having. Yes. Not you know, everyone. I've got something, Ben. There's a little device here that we use that might be useful in this field. This is a special device that we've been able to use in a number of parts of the world. It's oh. called a Mega Voice Ambassador. Some people kind of nickname it the God Pod. Yes. But this has a digital recording device in it that can hold many hours of audio programming. Now I'm going to turn it on here. I'm going to push this button. And uh, by the way, it operates entirely by solar power. Now this uh, is very easy to use because it can be used by people who are illiterate, who cannot read or write. Yes. And we find it an excellent means to follow up our radio broadcasts yes. because they can listen to Bible lessons, they can back it up and repeat and listen over and over again. And uh, that way they're able to really learn. Okay. This pastor could be really a yes. benefit to you. Yes. That's a pretty strong speaker, doesn't it? You know, we could work with you to possibly uh, prepare some of these for use in Nepal. Yes, that's very They're very small, they can fit in a pocket, you know. Yes, yes, right, sir. You can take them to a village and people yes. can gather around. Besides Nepali language, we, there are more than 50 dialects. 50 dialects? Dialects, yes. Yes. Oh my. Nepali is a national language. Mm. What was the one in the south that you were telling me uh, about? We have uh, the south. Uh, so in Nepal, we have uh, divided into two parts. Southern belt is a plain area. Yes. And northern belt is all full mountains. There are many people in the Nepal that are hungry for the word of God. Yes. So our people yeah. cannot go there and tell yes. about the, uh, this love of God. Because Nepal is the mountainous place, hilly places, they cannot cross the, uh, these uh, rivers and we, we don't have uh, roads everywhere. Yes. So they cannot go long distance also. Sure. They have to go up and down, they have to climb high uh, mountains. So like that, you know, they cannot uh, visit yes. every people. So this uh, uh, what, uh, device is very useful. Yes. Yes. So if you provide us, we can give to our field pastors. We could maybe have Pastor Nasib uh, translate some materials to put on these. And I'm sure that our people yes. in other parts of the world would like to help the work here in Nepal, maybe sponsor the purchase of some of these devices. Would that be a benefit to your yeah, field, Yeah, that, that is, of course, it will benefit. About seven years ago, I had a wonderful opportunity to help construct the tiger fence behind us with Maranatha volunteers. They say it really isn't a tiger fence, it doesn't keep out the tigers. But these dear people have a lot of troubles, let me tell you, because just over the rise, many people have been killed by big cats. During the time while we're here also, one fellow was so distraught he took poison. 
They brought him into the hospital. Luckily, he didn't die, but the dear people in this area have such troubles, such problems. And Dr. Schoen, in his message the other day, shared wonderful words of hope. Oh, loving God, what a privilege it is to come into your house to worship on this Sabbath day. We praise your name for the blessings of the week and, Lord, even for what we can learn from the challenges. Lord, we ask that this day we might hear your word, that we might gain some spiritual strength that will carry us through another week. Lord, we ask that your presence will be with us according to your promise. Lord, we pray that we'll never lose sight of that final goal of seeing you come in the clouds of glory. This is our hope and our purpose in Jesus' name. Amen. There's maybe 28 million people here. Eight million work outside the country because there's no way to earn money here. Um, of the ones that are still here, I would say 80% are unexposed to television, to the kind of thing we hear in Kathmandu Valley. Yes. Those people live so far away, the next valley is like a different country to them. AWR is Frontline Mission Radio. Our first priority is to travel where missionaries cannot go. We broadcast thousands of hours each day in 70 major languages of the world. AWR has the capability and capacity of blanketing almost 80% of the world's population. Hindus, Buddhists, Muslims, animists, or no belief at all. God is using the radio waves of AWR to successfully call and prepare a people for his soon return. But the work is not finished. Your help is needed. There are still so many who must hear this precious message of hope. Please partner with us today so others can hear and rejoice in the hope of Jesus Christ, the hope that you and I have already found. Your gift of love will mean so much to so many. If you would like to financially partner with us or would like additional information, our toll-free number is 866-503 3531. One of the favorite things people like about AWR is its stories. We have stories from all over the world. Some of them involve danger. Many of them involve miracles of God, but certainly all of them involve the miracle of changed lives. I've written a little book of some of the favorite stories in the face of death. Another, radios given by angels, coming to Christ in a Muslim country, these and many other stories, just write to AWR and ask for the book, Stories. For your free, no-obligation book, write to Adventist World Radio, 12501 Old Columbia Pike, Silver Spring, Maryland, 20904, or call 1-866-503-3531, or log on to www.awr.org slash mwbook. That number again is 1-866-503-3531. Well, we have a little device that we think is really going to be a big help, besides radio, which of course people can listen to, but there are places where there's a shadow and the radio waves are not able to reach, or for follow-up, when sure. individuals listen to the radio, they develop an interest, but they need something more regular and in-depth. 
this is a little device that has audio recordings on it. My, it can hold huge amounts, up to 160 hours of Fantastic. stuff. And uh, we're able to place these among these people. They can listen, share with each other. Uh, that might just work in these areas. And I was thinking they're small enough you could fit a lot of them in a backpack. You might have to use a backpack to get into some of these areas. Can you tell me what you find? Do you find people listening to the radio up in the uh, mountainous areas? Um, the thing with a white person, a quitimanchi, is that people don't even speak Nepali out in the country. Oh. So you'd have to take some, for us to meet someone like that and do any good, you'd have to take a, a translator. A translator. And then it would have to be that particular dialect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I admit, I don't have a real ear for what people do as far yes. as radio and so on. I know on the main roads, they'll listen to the big... Uh, broadcasts, but they can't get FM, of course. Sure. Um, shortwave, they can hear. Um, so this particular uh, mode of getting the gospel out that AWR has fantastic. would be a great thing for you. Fantastic, because you've got the, you've got the gimmickry. Mm -hmm. It's probably not the right word. I've been away from U.S. too long. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 to be able to tune the station sure. in, yes. and and then looking at the time. Time is different here. The mm -hmm. dates are different. A lot of places where a person might err in trying to tune something in, I'd say something more programmed already is exactly what they could use. People, if there's, if there's a little device, a little radio or something, you might have 50 or 100 people come and listen. Wow. I'm surprised <laughs> not more people here because something different happens. Yeah. A helicopter landed here one time. There's a thousand people within five minutes. Really? Exactly. A thousand? So, oh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm talking oh, about my. something like that. They come to listen just because yeah. it's interesting, unique. It make a huge difference. Oh, huh? oh, for sure. Fantastic. Sounds like you can use a few miracles, too, here in this country. <laughs> miracles. We talked about miracles before. Yeah. You want me to elaborate on that? Yeah. Well, tell. You said you've seen some miracles. I was just saying before that it's it's not like we're heroes living here. Um, there are so many benefits that go along with it. Uh, people are wonderful to work with, they're appreciative, there's adventure, and there are miracles all the time. In, in the U.S., in California, I remember thinking something was maybe a miracle or maybe it just could be explained. <laughs> kind of yes, on the edge. Right. Over here, you're forced to ask for help many times, and then the answer comes. And pretty soon it dawns on you, these are miracles happening. In other words, we grow as Christians working in yes. a place like this. It's a wonderful opportunity. The medical staff at Shear Memorial Hospital sees miracles all the time. Often they don't realize what they've seen until it's over, but as the Holy Spirit lifts their eyes upward, they realize that God is still at work. As they travel in the remote areas of the mountains, they personally witness God changing lives through the radio waves of AWR. But as they trek into areas where it is extremely difficult to even walk, they see additional opportunities to spread the gospel in places where even shortwave radio is difficult to receive. AWR has programming and languages for these people, and now with the ambassador, or God pods as some people call them, even these remote villages can hear the word of God.
one person recently wrote from eastern Nepal. He from very remote part. He says it takes three days to reach his district headquarters, and it takes three days to just see the vehicle to to see the vehicle. He has to walk three days walk. So he says there I am on the hilltop. No other way of uh, facilities. No other way of means of communication. When I listen to your program, it gives us so much courage. So when we started your program, they listen in the group, they listen in the family, they, uh, all the family gathered together and they say, he, he wrote recently, uh, it's such a blessed program and he, they have been blessed. How many, how many of these could you distribute? Oh, good grief. I mean, I'd get in better shape and start doing a lot of trekking. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, it's almost, unlimited because there are so many places unreached. We're talking about, for a medical camp, the administrator and myself to go out to the far west of Nepal. And we have to use a helicopter to get in. And then from there we have to trek to get into where this wow. camp will be. So it, it's, a, it's a mirror of that all the way across the country. Okay. Uh, and yet so, you find these people are responsive once they would have something like they this to are listen to. Well, especially in the mountains. In the mountains, mostly they're Buddhist. It's, uh, my own wife was Buddhist and then converted to Adventism. Okay. It, was, it was a lot simpler than with Hinduism. Mm -hmm. A lot of the background, I mean, you can kind of see how it came from maybe after the Tower of Babel. Mm -hmm. A lot of the, the, the scapegoat and a lot of things have come over here thousands of years ago. and. Uh, it's a lot simpler, easier concept to think of the Jesus we believe in. It, it really is. I mean, we don't have to be so clever to get the message across. You just have to say it. Like you said, holding... So you know. if I understand what you just told us, that if we could come up with the funds, you can come up with the people, hopefully, you can distribute these everywhere and we'll see results. I think so, I'm sure. Big results. I'm, I don't know how big, I'm sure bigger than we think. Okay. I'm sure. I'm okay. sure. Well, Ben, looks like That's we've got great. a challenge here. That's good here. news. Isn't well, this, right. No, I. This is fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's really faith confirming, isn't it? It, to it is. Realize it, that God is here, working with you and helping these people. Well, doctor, you got a big load on your shoulders. Can we have yes. a prayer well, with you before we go? Now I do. Now you do. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have a prayer with you before yes. we go? Yes. Ben, why don't you pray yes. for us? Our loving Father, we thank you so much for this hospital and for Dr. Renfro and all the work that he and the others are doing. Lord, we pray that your spirit will specially rest upon them as they make these plans and as the people are ministered to day by day, we ask also that the gospel can go to these people in these villages Amen. throughout this country. Amen. And may the radio have a part in this work. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Nepal has declared itself to be a secular government, and yes, there is more freedom. But freedom doesn't come naturally, and many are afraid to reveal that they have become Christians. Statistics show that less than 2% of Nepal's population is Christian. Yet no one knows the real number. At AWR, we receive stories of entire villages becoming Christian because of listening to the AWR broadcasts. And there are many more who are ready and willing to hear. We have the technology, we have the programming, we have the opportunity to purchase airtime, not only in Nepal, but around the world. If you'd like to join us, give us a call today at our toll-free number. It's at the bottom of your screen. It's 866-503-5673.
3531 or write us at 12501 Old Columbia Pike, Silver Spring, Maryland, 20904. Or for those of you logged on your computer, www.awr.org. Thank you for watching and please join us again for another exciting gospel adventure because around the world, AWR is making waves.